audio. Hey, everybody. <laughs> welcome. The, the, the welcome that's not AI generated. No, not yet. But boy, do we have something fun <laughs> planned for re- you. Really entertaining when we don't have to be here at all. Just imagine it's, it's how much our, be. our crowd will our, our our crowd will grow. Yeah, our listenership when they don't will have take to off. Listen to us anymore. Boy, um, well, just speaking of that, really quick, since you brought it up, everybody is now well aware of this Chat GPT, which has been all over the news, and and that's like the the component to what's known as Open AI, Open Artificial Intelligence which you can find everywhere now. You've probably seen photos made of it. It'd be a lot better if it was just open intelligence, because most people aren't there yet. Yeah, well, that's, that's <laughs> kind of true. Thank God for AI. <laughs> but there's there's a program uh, or a website called chat.openai.com. So you can go in there and you can type just whatever, and it'll create these stories or these these skits or these articles does this mean it, that Jeff in Virginia is finally going to be able to have a conversation with himself? You know, I hope he does, and he just quits bothering <laughs> us. That would be great. Just go argue with yourself about why Bowman Brothers. I don't know why I keep is on him. is uh, is ideal. Uh, anyway, it's Rob. It's Mark. It's whiskey at work. Where uh, it's about four o'clock um, on, a, on a on a Tuesday when we normally do these. Uh, we just need to break up the week a little bit. We should move these to Wednesday so we have a good middle week yeah, but break. but then we got Thursday happy hour. No, oh, that's true. We got to kind of space them we out. Don't, we don't work that much around here, it turns out. And then yesterday, you get a text message, and within 15 minutes, we were down doing a barrel pick, which was I know. totally out of the blue, which we'll talk about a little bit coming up as well. So yeah, you're right. We probably got to kind of just toned down this week already. <laughs> I know, I didn't even go home and have one after that. No, I didn't either. That was just that was too much fun and it's needed a nap. Yeah. Well, we're drinking uh to start the show here, the the Old Elk Small Batch. Sour Mash Reserve. The batch number 3 is what it is, and we can't find any cork stoppers that fit it, so we have to pour it out of the pour, elk topper. Pour it out of the big head. <laughs> right, but you're trying to find it. You're trying to get rid of the These are really cool. I'm, I'm surprised they let us take these. Oh, I just made a giant mess with that, didn't I? I expect nothing less. Yeah. Are you? These are yeah. They they're very neat. Uh, they're they're elk. They're elk heads. Because we're drinking old go, elk. Go figure. Right? You called it a deer earlier. I did call it a deer head. Technically, it would be. But and when you pour it into the glass, it just looks like the elk is throwing <laughs> up. <laughs> Oh, my God, that was funny. That yeah, made me should. laugh. Well, folks, you, it was really entertaining with the sound effects. That <laughs> yeah. Less uh, appetizing. It doesn't it's look a, appealing. It's really good whiskey, but boy, when he was making the gurgling noise. <laughs> Maybe I'll find a way to attach no, a video to that so God, you can see what don't. made me so, what made me, what made it so funny Come for me. Oh, my God. Um, Do you get okay, that? Somebody else is puking. Do you get... No, that's that's never bothered me. Um, one of the very first smell for me. Yeah, one of the very first dates I went on with my now wife. Uh, she got hammered and went back to my place. <laughs> Scallops. And I knew she was going to throw up. And so, being the gentleman that I was, I grabbed my tape recorder and <laughs> I, uh, I I took it into the bathroom. And I recorded her throwing up. And to make it worse, she still hasn't forgiven me for this. I played it the next day on the radio. 
Oh, and, uh, Lord. I said, this is how my date went. <laughs> and she still married me. Oh. And, <laughs> yep. and Russ hasn't kicked your ass No, yet. I don't think he does, was. He does, was does, does he know the story? Or I don't he... think so. He was deployed at the time, thank God. He was somewhere in Egypt or, 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 or the UK, I think. That was my father-in-law, so we're talking about. Yeah, he was he was gone. Those are vastly different places. And well, as he was the no human globetrotter that you are. But I know he's he was he's been deployed. He was deployed to Germany and the UK and Turkey and Egypt, and he was in uh, uh, the the little Gulf between Saudi Arabia and whatever. This uh, Diego Garcia. That's another place where we have a base that he was deployed to during the. During the the Iraqi uh, kerfuffle that we had over there, kerfuffle. so yeah. Well, anyway, boy, we are off. We are off topic right now. Oh, hey, you have okay. the puking deer. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, have you ever, have you ever bought whiskey and then flown with it? No, you've never done that. I I did it well, one. I mean, one time. I bought when we were in Jamaica. It, it, lots of room. after consuming it. <laughs> so you're carrying it with you on the inside. Yeah, I didn't okay. have to check it in baggage or anything. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Christopher Ambler who packed a bottle in his check luggage, and this was on United, I think. And when he got home, it was a third empty. <laughs> his his Wouldn't it be better if it was just gone? Well, his tweet was, hey, United, bottle of expensive scotch and check bag arrived opened. And a third gone. No leakage. It was sealed new and packed and sealed broken by opening. Your baggage handlers are thieves. Um, and then he went on to say, he goes, I'm not even sure why they would why why they would do it. Why wouldn't you just take the whole bottle? Instead yeah. of just taking a couple of pulls off it, would they pass it around somewhere? Or? Ooh, that would make you oh, gross. No. Oh my god, it would. Um My thought is, is there someone okay, because your your baggage is handled a million different ways if you have connecting flights. Through different people, right? How many how many times was the suitcase open? Well, is there someone like sitting and hiding inside the baggage conveying system at the airport, like pulling these off of the thing to well, check it, because they have alcohol in them? Is it going through an X-ray or something again? It, it, it probably, You're maybe. Like, hey, this might be good. We should. <laughs> There's just a guy sitting there with a you know an empty Coke bottle that he's oh hey Scotch all right writes it on the right. thing and. <laughs> They've got it all lined up in their little area down Here, there. Here's some, uh, yeah, Unicom. Let's see what. Oh, oh no, boy, we're gonna leave that. <laughs> he, he, that bottle's gonna go back full. I can't imagine how pissed I would be though at that point. If you were in, let's know. say you were in Scotland, you bought something yeah. that you were really looking forward to. Boy, United better. I mean, they got it. They have to make that right somehow. But then again, they can say, well, how do how do we prove? How do we know? How do we know, how do we you're know lying? that you didn't drink exactly. it? Exactly. How does he know that he didn't drink it? Right. I mean, if it was good scotch, maybe he forgot. I don't know. You've never been drunk on scotch. I don't think scotch no. is something you get drunk on, right? Well, it's just because it's not very good. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> here. You can't drink enough of it. To, depends on the scotch, I guess. This, I thought, was a pretty amazing story. We've talked about, and people that understand or know anything... I, I will be the judge of that. Okay. Anything All about right. whiskey, know that there's something called the angel share. Yes. Because when whiskey's in a barrel, some of it evaporates. and it's soaked into the wood, yep. Everybody takes that into consideration. All distillers know that this is a thing that happens, there's right? There's some loss, yeah. Okay. So, one guy has been trying to fix this. 
so they they don't lose this anymore. Is he going to like wrap the barrels in a big plastic bag or what? Uh, this is Fort Worth based Devil's Cask. Uh, they started this was started by Fort Worth roofers, so that should give you a clue of where we're going here. Okay, uh, they coat the barrels with a silicone-like substance that slows the escape of that angel share. So, you know, sitting in there five to ten years, and they said that this technology can retain nearly 40% of what would normally be lost to evaporation through this uh, Aegis coating, is what it's called, that roofers use. And when I was reading the story, I thought, well, that's not going to taste very good if it's on the inside of the barrel. On the uh, don't be the an barrel. idiot, Houston. They would put it on the outside of the barrel. <laughs> It'd almost be impossible to get the color or the flavor right. if it was coated on the there, inside. There wouldn't be any. Be the charring it would be unnecessary at that point, you noob. The clear liquid coating can be applied either by spraying or painting on with a brush. It dries into a film-like membrane, and it can Insane be... Insane Okay. It can be, it can be either applied... <laughs> And it can be applied once it's full, too. So barrels that have already been there after a couple right. of years, they can go out and put that this membrane on the outside. And it's supposed to keep it all in. Is anybody actually trying this? They are. They're doing it right now. In Texas? Yep. In this... Uh, it's Like balcones or... No, devil's cask. Devil's cask. You said that. Right? Yeah, is what it is. It shows you how much I listen to you. Well, that could be that could be a game changer, though, couldn't it? Well, If it's something sure. that works and you doesn't... a lot more bottles out of each barrel. That would be... Mm. Nice. Yeah, maybe we could end some of this shortness that we have, you couldn't know, we? Instead of a 20-year scotch and ending up with, you know, a couple dozen bottles is all, you'd have a full cask, essentially. That'd be, and maybe the prices would come down. Well, surely they wouldn't do that because, <laughs> you know, we're not going to... We're not going to start charging you 70 bucks for a $150 bottle of scotch just because we have more of them. Yeah, why would you do that? Why would you make it available for everybody to Profit's enjoy? Profit's going to soar. Oh, boy. Uh, you don't... I know when we started doing this, you you were a kind of an ice fan Yeah. with your bourbon, weren't you? I why? Was. Do you know why you were? Uh, well, I liked it cold, for one. Okay. Excuse me. That is true. You've... you've I mean, you've really changed. I've gotten guilted into it from some of these whiskeys. You Con- let them. Connoisseur. I know it's peer pressure. I get it. Some of these guys, Mark and Gabe and Bruner, that are all, you know, no ice. Well, at home, I'll do it once in a while. Right. Depending on what it is. Okay. I still throw ice in it, or if it's a cocktail, I put ice in it, obviously. Well, that I understand. But, uh, yeah, most of the time I'm drinking it neat. For one, it, sl- <laughs> it slows me down. You <laughs> the know, ice does. No, drinking it oh, neat. Oh, drinking slows it neat me slows down. you down. Yeah. I thought the ice got in the way. Well, it does. And it depends, you know, if it's a round ice cube versus a square one, you know, the round ones, I, you know, hit me in the nose. I don't like that much. I don't know why the square ones don't. Well, they, they had an article that I came across a couple nights ago. I put it up on our Whiskey uh, at Work Facebook page. Oh, I saw this story, I think, yeah, about posted it. about why ice matters mm-hmm. when you're drinking. And it's, and it's really, it's kind of a clickbaity headline a little bit. <laughs> but um, it's, you know, it's pretty simple to understand why the ice matters. A large cubed piece of ice or square piece of ice is going to melt slower right as opposed to several different smaller exactly so if you don't want the intricacies of your bourbon or whiskey to change that much or to change much or 
to kind of get the different profiles as that water sure. seeps into it a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. should always use these big round or square ice cubes. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard of guys that are big Scotch fans that will actually order water from the distillery that their Scotch is made at. You know, the right? Lafroig Distillery is you know chucking water out, I guess too. And can you do that? Can you I just get on and, well, and like I, I ask for that? I'm not quite there yet. I'm, you know, I'm I'm I don't want to. I don't need water shipped to me from Ireland. To, yeah, but wouldn't it be cool Scotland. to get to get water from the the Jack Daniels? I mean that that. Yeah, I suppose. I you know I don't know. I guess I'd never thought about it. it seemed like one more step. It's like, oh God, you you well, just, you, I don't know. You're a you're a simple you, man, aren't you? You I need it really, immediate. I, yeah, gratification. Don't you, know? you like Don't you like to experiment with anything? I'm not, I'm not answering that question. <laughs> I mean, I uh, went out last night and 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 admitted to something that was super embarrassing, and I got a free hat because of it, Rob. <laughs> I got yeah. a free hat because well, I've, I, I've seen what you drink. Nobody I, else wanted that hat. <laughs> admitted to something. Even the guy that got it no. didn't want the hat from the person that he got it from, and he was happy to get rid of it. The hat is you cool, it. It by was, the way. That's cooler than the whiskey. It it is neat. No, we were we were last night. We got uh, we got asked kind of on short notice, which I don't care. You can short notice me on this all the time to come and do uh, those two barrel tastings. Really? Yep. One from Whistler Irish whiskey and one from uh, Keeper's Heart. Keeper's Heart. And uh, Justin from the Windsor Block, which is our favorite whiskey bar here in town. Uh, invited us to come down and do it along with Dan and Eli from, he's from Canyon, Canyon Lake. Lake. Liquor, yep. Right. I'm going to give a shout out to Eli. Uh, we don't know him as well yet, but I'd like to get to know him. He's a knowledgeable dude for sure. Um, you know, I mean, he he gets this. He knows what, because they're all part of a network here called yep. the BRBN Network. Yep. So they get together and they buy these barrels and give it to the different liquor stores. If you, yeah, if you see if you see a, a bottle with the BRBN logo, it's the Black Hills Region Barrel Network. They... They pick barrels and and do tastings with within the group, and then each one of the each one of the members gets an allocated allocated is probably the wrong word right. a, a, an allotment a percentage of their of the, of the of the barrels and and it's I think it's a little bit changing, so please don't kill me if I miss somebody. But it's Sturgis Liquor and Timmins, both Timmins locations, Canyon Lake. I think Smiths is in there. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if Spearfish Liquor is still I don't, participating I think they're out. or not. They, I think they were totally kind of out. come yep. and gone. Yep. Um, is that it? I think so. But the good thing to know about it is these guys, they know their shit. Okay? So when you see a sticker with that BRBN on there, it's well worth the purchase every time. Yeah, you can pretty much guarantee that it's going to, if you like some of their stuff or if you've tried one of their things, you're it's a pretty safe bet that you're going to like the other stuff that they've picked. Right. That, you know, we've determined that we're fairly close in palates. So, you know, I've liked most of the stuff yeah, that they've Yeah, I picked. have too. Uh, the Southern Star was one of my biggest surprise picks that they've ever made, and I've loved it. It's, yeah. It's still just super delicious. Um, but when it was there, Mark Tucker, who's the, uh, the mixologist for the Windsor, <laughs> and who also is one of the most knowledgeable whiskey drinkers I know, um, asked me if I liked... Uh, curveball whiskey, which is the new uh, barbecue flavor. And, and the whiskey. answer should always be no. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I do kind of like it. it, it and he it, gave me a hat from Curveball because <laughs> he said nobody else is going to wear this. <laughs> and I love it. It's my favorite, new favorite hat. 
So. Yeah, I noticed you're not wearing it today. Well, I had to do a different podcast. I had another podcast this oh, morning. Oh, you had to look moderate So I had to, look, I had to look professional today, yes. So uh, so anyway, when we were down there doing the, uh, the, the barrel pick, kind of an interesting conundrum popped up. There, I had never heard of Whistler Irish whiskey before. Nor had I. And they sent two samples of it um, because the BRBN network is going to make this pick. Now, these are Irish whiskeys that are aged, I don't know how long they were in each of their respective barrels. I don't know how long it was. I'm not sure either. Finished in. They did one in a Laphroaig barrel, which is interesting because you're taking an Irish whiskey and putting it into a very Scottish barrel, right? And uh, they took the other one and put it in what is becoming one of my favorite ways to finish whiskeys in a PX sherry cask. Yep. Um, and so we got to sample both. We took the first sip of that Laphroaig one, and all of us were like, "That's scotch. <laughs> this is no- nothing but scotch." <laughs> it certainly smelled like that. After about the second sip, it it was a little more palatable for me. Um, the intriguing thing on that particular finish was, you know, scotch prices seem to be skyrocketing yeah they're 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 getting out of control and that one would be an interesting way for people to get into isla scotch at at a way ground level because it wasn't super peaty but you could certainly taste the lafroig in it and it's you know it's not a single malt it's an irish so um you know it's it had enough Irish characteristics to make it still Irish, but it had just the hint of that Scottish Isla. I don't. I don't know that, if hint is the word you're looking for. It was. Well, it wasn't beat you over the head. Oh boy, Nick Offerman, Lagavulin. <laughs> well, you know, Laphroaig is the is the Mac Daddy of peated whiskeys uh, from that from the Isla region, right? I mean, it's it's. I think it it was the first. It's been there the longest. I'm yeah. It's it's certainly the. It's the one best known. Right. Um. I I I had a, I struggled with it because I I really enjoy Irish whiskey, but tasting that juxtaposition of Scotch and Irish where you you're just not ready for it surprised me. So we go to the PX Sherry one, which was amazing to me. That was an Irish whiskey in the Sherry cask. Oh God, it was good, <laughs> so good. But the 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 question that we talked about, which I I thought was really interesting, and you know these guys. These guys, Dan and Eli, have to consider selling this. Right. That's something they have to top of mind. All right. They taste it. They know what they like. But they have to figure which which one of these are people going to go in and buy. So. And, the, you, and they were at different price points, which I won't spill. But No, $10 difference yeah. is what it was, right? So I would have thought it would have been the. the other I, way around. The other way. The Irish or the. Lefroy would have been more expensive. would have been more expensive, but it wasn't. So. And it's an interesting conundrum because. Do you do you take the bottle that's like Laphroaig to appeal to the Scotch drinkers that maybe don't drink Irish? Or do you take the PX one that appeals to everybody that drinks Irish whiskey? What is your market? Who are you going for with both of these? Because they're only going to pick one. So which which one would you pick? For personal consumption, I would have picked the PX Sherry finish for okay. sure, just because I, I mean, I like that profile better. Right. But I can see why they had they questioned each other even as to, I got the impression that they were leaning towards that Lafroy mm-hmm. finish, 
just because of what I said earlier, the the price on scotch is going up, and for that price point, you get a little of that scotchiness, scotchiness without <laughs> without having to spend you know whatever a, I don't know what a bottle of Lafroy is hundred bucks, hundred ten bucks. Is it that much? I don't know. It I've, might be. But you know, you get into a Lafroy. An age, you know, Lafroy ten or I'm not a Scotch guy. I don't know what any any of it is, but I've heard, you know, like Gabe's talked about the Lafroy ten or the twelve or that's one of his favorites by far. Yeah. Um, Well, I think the base model, the ten year single malt Scotch of Lafroy is is in the fifty five dollar range. Oh, that isn't bad. Yeah. Um, But you get into some of the legacy or some of the other. Yeah, the price. I mean, it obviously it jumps a little bit. Like right. the sixteen years up to ninety, well, uh, the that's triple still not wood. As bad as I would have guessed. No, so, but I get what you're saying. If if you are if you're not into Irish whiskey and maybe your entry point as a Scotch drinker is this, that's a smart move to make then, right? Because like you said, drinking this, the Laphroaig is prominent in your first taste, but then it mellows out into that Irish a little bit as mm. you as you swallow it. I don't know. If they if they listen and take my opinion, please get the PX. <laughs> that was just it was so good. And and now I'm really intrigued by Whistler and I want to find some of the other stuff. I, I did see on their website that they do have a PX version of it. But this is you know, this is a, a profile that's that's specific, I think, to a lot of the BRBN guys. Yeah. And so be. um it was it was it was good though. The other one was the the keeper's heart, which is is blended in Minnesota. You've yes. been, you've actually been there. I've been there. It's, and it's can't know, recommend it enough. Actually, it's sourced Irish, but they're making mm-hmm. they're beginning to make their own rye, right? As yes. well, and the thing that and the, this this is being aged in a toppling Goliath beer barrel. That was weird. Which is considered to be the best craft beer out there right now, right? Yeah, I think that's Justin was saying that their what is it, breakfast blend stout K B B S is that yeah. what it is? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. see acronyms. The acronyms are, for Robbie hates them. <laughs> I know it's, it's letters. It's like doing algebra, but yeah. So that is like the number one rated beer on Beer Advocate, and they're mm-hmm. they're a brewery out of uh, Iowa. Iowa, and it really we got to taste what one month and two months, and I didn't taste the one month stuff because by then, well, I'll get I'll get to that, sure. but I didn't do the one month part. You had a but... longer drive than I did, <laughs> but but it it really took that that rye and mellowed it down to a somewhere something that I kind of enjoyed. I, but I did you it. did you taste that beer in it? There was It's a, all I got. There I didn't get what you got, but there was a hint of it. I I mean, you could taste it, but it's it's you know, it's kind of like putting the stout in the whiskey barrel. You I Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Depends on how long it sits in there. And this was only in there for I think they're picking 2 months right now. And oddly enough, the higher proof in there for two months, I thought I thought it was really good. It was way better, even if it was even it was only five points difference. Yep, but it was it, it just it it's amazing that that five point proof can change a whiskey that much. Yeah, it was the same whiskey, and they 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 brought it for, from whatever the barrel strength was from down to one fifteen and then to one ten. Yeah, 
And the 115 I thought was better. It was. It was so good. Um, the reason why I didn't go to the one month is because <laughs> Justin, God love this guy, goes down to the bar, brings up a box. He goes, have you guys had this Glendronic 27 year? <laughs> like, excuse me? Yeah. Sets it on the table. Says, no, you guys go ahead and open it. This is a, online, I saw it was $800, a bottle for this. And he's like, no, crack the seal, try it. Yeah, he's super generous, dude. And it was amazing. It's pretty good. How do, I, the, how do the, I make The Glendronic that I have was an 18. Now, your Glendronic was great, too, yeah. though. But this was... Thanks, Willard. That was nice of you bring that back. <laughs> this was, you know, this was bottled in 1992. Rob, yeah. we were... Neither one of us were married. Uh, you were probably just about ready to get fresh out of college, I, 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 I'm assuming? I graduated in 93 from okay. college. Okay, so yeah. you were still in college. By 92, I had already been a year into radio here in rapid city you'd think he'd be better at it now wouldn't you folks oh all right (laughs) okay i guess i deserve that one yeah you walked into it all right um but it was it was fantastic so again justin thank you for opening that bottle and well don't forget dan 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 helped us out too you know well dan of course sent you the text or who got who texted you to come do it justin Justin called justin called it 20 after three hey <laughs> we're gonna try some of this can you be here in 20 minutes oh yeah I'll pack my shit <laughs> i'll drop almost anything i i know when i left here when i was driving home last night i thought god there's about two things i know i, I know i should have done yeah. I oh yeah i know i noticed the delivery that you were supposed to make still sitting on your chair yeah so. that was a, that was a mistake i i got i got to the stoplight where i either go straight or turn to my house and that's when it dawned on me. Do <laughs> you know what I forgot to bring back? <laughs> Was this little package Rob needed me to deliver? So. When, when Justin called, I got yeah. Let me go get Houston, and all I could hear from him is no. As I hung up the phone, <laughs> liar. True. <laughs> Shut up. Justin kind of likes me. I think yeah. he likes you more still for some odd reason. I don't know. I'm a bigger dick than you are. <sighs> that could be. Um, all right. So we started off this episode talking about ai a little bit and i today had spent about did you do any work today yeah i did i did three other podcasts this morning oh my god and uh and then i did a radio show and then it was all i could do to not start drinking at lunch yeah i know it was tempting for sure Um, it sounded like everybody else in the at the meeting i was at wanted to start drinking a lot more than i did (laughs) did you did you didn't you have anything out there I thought for sure you would have with that meeting out. No, I didn't. They okay. offered and tried more than once, but and I you said like, no. I gotta, I'm like, dude, I gotta drink at four. <laughs> Good for you, Rob. Like, yeah. So we were talking about AI, artificial intelligence, Chat GPT. It's what everybody's been hearing about now. And I spent about an hour today in this How program. Long is this? It's not very long. It's about so uh, two, page, two and a half pages. But look geez. at look at how it's spaced and the, the size yeah. of the letters. Right. It's a good thing it's big. I don't, I don't have my cheaters with me. So on uh, on the radio show that I do, I started last Friday doing Friday AI theater. Okay. So <laughs> I I take because um, usually you know you can find the, it's it's National Whatever Day. So last week it was National Cheesesteak Day. So we Speaking did. Of, did we miss like National Whiskey Day? It was Nestor, yesterday. Was International Whiskey's Day? Whiskey's Day, right? Um, so well, anyway, I guess technically we drank, so it was all right. Shut up. Let me tell my story. All right, I'm sorry. So it was National Cheesesteak Day. So I had this OpenAI pro- program write a skit about cheesesteak. So good. And it's hilarious because 
one of the, the, the women that I have on my show, Leslie, is from Pennsylvania. She's from Philly. Yeah, she's yeah, she's the real deal. And when it was done, <laughs> I looked at the script because the OpenAI creates something. It creates a skit from literal nothing, like it's your brain creating this thing. You just gave it the topic. And when I read through it, I'm like, oh, my God, it's like it knows Leslie. <laughs> it's like it knows who she is, that she's from Philly. The whole thing was amazing. So today, for about an hour, I'm just typing in all kinds of random whiskey stuff into this thing. And I thought, wait a minute. Let me type in, create a funny skit about whiskey using the characters Rob and Mark. And by God, did it. <laughs> so I said, you know what? how we're going to wrap up this podcast? We are going to put together... Well, we're going to do a little show for you, a little play. Did you ever act at all, Rob? Not, not, Did you do any acting at all? Not unless I was lying to my parents. <laughs> Which, were you good at it? Uh, <laughs> I would like to say yes, but I bet if I asked my parents right now, like, did you know what I did, you know? They were like, yo. I was staying over everything. at Dean's house when I was really out dying in a field, you know? <laughs> and they knew. And they knew. I'm they sure. knew every time. Okay. They so- were kids too once. This is a script that was created by artificial intelligence. Which is probably better than every skit that we've ever done. Oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> you'll, we'll, you'll have to be the judge of it when we're finished here, okay? So are you ready? Have you found your character? Yeah. The character is you, Rob. The character is just literally me. All you. I have to do is be me and, yep. and read, sort of. You, you just got to be you. So here's how this skit starts. It's a local bar. We'll call it the Windsor, okay? You and I are ponied up at the Windsor. All right. Sure. It's a. That's not that too. That's not that hard to believe. No, it isn't. It's. It, we'll say it's a Thursday afternoon at at four thirty. Does that put you in the frame? Sure. Okay. It's a little late, but. It says Rob and Mark are sitting at the bar, nursing glasses of whiskey. Nursing's a cute uh, nur- way nur- to start nursing this. Nursing is the key. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. Scene. You know, Mark, whiskey's a funny thing. What do you mean? Well, for one. It's the only thing that makes me feel like I'm not alone in this world. That's, that's pretty deep, man. And two, it's the only thing that makes me feel like I can do anything. Like what? Like, you know, like take on the world. <laughs> all right, all right. At this point, Rob is standing up acting like a superhero. All right, buddy. <laughs> that's not unheard of either. S- sit down before you hurt yourself. You know what else is funny about whiskey? What's that? It makes me feel like I'm a genius. <laughs> Like, I'll have these brilliant ideas that seem so obvious when I'm drinking whiskey, but then when I'm sober, I realize they're totally stupid. (laughs) I kind of know exactly what you mean. And you know what else? What? It makes me feel like I'm a ladies' man. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, I'll see a beautiful woman across the room, and I'll think, I've got this. I'm going to go talk to her and sweep her off her feet. And and does that usually work? Not usually. Uh, At least you're confident. Yeah, that's one way to put it. The bartender walks over. You guys want another round? Absolutely. I'll have what he's having. Here you go, gentlemen. Enjoy. Two whiskey. Two whiskey. You know what, Mark? What's that? Whiskey's just like life. How so? Well, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's smooth and easy. Sometimes it's rough and hard to swallow. But either way, you got to keep drinking. <laughs> Cheers to that. They clink glasses and continue drinking, enjoying the moment in each other's company. That last part's a little bit of a stretch, for sure. <laughs> Especially for me. <laughs> so that was that was written totally from nothing. Completely out of thin air. Yeah. It's it's gonna what's scary about this, Rob, it it can directly affect 
both of our jobs. Yeah. If you think oh, about the, it. Some of the art that's come up that's been AI generated, all you got to do is type in a description, and it's amazing. Like drawings and paintings that I, you know, as a artist, quote unquote, I couldn't do now. Well, can it take... Can it take something? I wonder if it can take something like a, like a logo. All right. So let's say you're 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 taking the Jack Daniels logo for something for the the rally. Can can it build something around that logo? I would suspect. Oh man, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to well, end this on a downer, but uh, I've heard how close are we to retiring? I, close enough. <laughs> I mean, I heard the other day that that it passed the bar it passed the you know medical mm-hmm. test i mean it's well and you said something about a guy taking his dog to the vet and got blood work done and the vet said something 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 yeah. and he plugged in the blood work to this ai generated deal and and it kicked back and, a totally different diagnosis and he took the diagnosis to a different vet and the vet said yeah this is what your dog has <laughs> give it three of and these the, and call right, me in the morning and then cure the dog so this is, it's, I mean, this is going to be a game changer. Yeah, it's not just us that no. needs to <laughs> Needs to button worry, up. <laughs> right. Well, okay. So let's the say. The only people that are safe, apparently, are computer programmers. And pretty soon this oh, is going to be man. able to redo that. <laughs> and I want to. We'll let the nerds work and we can sit around and drink whiskey. Well, maybe we'll just be like, uh, like uh, WALL-E. Maybe we'll be like that Disney movie where we're just going to sit in the chairs, get super fat, and drink whiskey and eat. Right? Way that's where we'll end up. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to uh, this edition of of Whiskey at Work. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquist, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Whiskey at Work.